to Pete and Hannah's Watch List. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell. I'm here with my great co-host, Hannah. Hello, people. Hannah, we are here today for the AFI Top 100 10-Year Revisited Podcast. Yep, yep. We review the movies from the 2007 list of the AFI Top 100. This week, we're movie number 91. But before we begin, let us tell the listeners and the viewers what they should do. Pretty please leave a like and subscribe to our channels. And uh, leave a comment down below on your favourite top AFI movie so far. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one, including We Interrupt Regular Programming, which is our TV podcast, where I reviewed True Detective Episode 2 and Masters of the Air, the first two episodes. Great week coming up on the channel. We're reviewing Cult Purple and Anatomy of the Fall, and we'll have the usual movie news and clickbait, blockbuster, and 2011 championship belt holder. But let's get on to what we're here to talk about today, and it's the AFI Top 100, movie number 91, and it's Sophie's Choice. Released in December 1982. Yep. Have you seen this one before? Nope. We watched it uh, today on SBS On Demand, which you get ads through, but it's a free service yeah. um, in Australia. Yeah, um, they have a lot of different movies from around the world, actually. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the elevator pitch, a writer moves into a share house in Brooklyn and meets Nathan and Sophie. The Maker's Studio was Universal. They had a great 1982 hand. Yeah. E.T. Ah, uh, they would have been, yeah, they would have had a great year. Which is also on this list at number 90, uh, number 24. Yeah. Okay, so story behind this, it was based on a book from 1979. Mm-hmm. It was written by um, William Styron. He had a conversation with a neighbour when he was a kid, and she was a survivor of Auschwitz, and she told him a story, and then he, it always stuck with him, and he wrote a book about it. But it, it, this is not a true story. Yeah. This is just him musing on what could have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a, uh, a really good writer. He was a great friend of um, James Baldwin and oh, okay. Truman Capote. Oh, so... So he had written a few different books. Yeah. A lot of them had controversy, including this one. The controversy mm. surrounding this one was he chose uh, Sophie as a polish catholic and not a jewish person yeah okay yeah well it was very controversial at the time yes yeah and it was also highlighting the fact that um in poland there was a lot of uh anti-semitism before the nazis came along yeah 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 the budget was eight million dollars and um alan chibakula he was the writer the director and one of the producers he had read um, excerpts from the book and he desperately wanted to um, do convert this into a movie yeah, yeah. he was going to only just write it and he was going to get his friend Mike Nichols to direct the New York scenes and another great director Milos Forman who directed Arma, Armadeus uh-huh. he was going to um, do the scenes um, set in Auschwitz um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it wasn't going to work and then so Alan J. Pakula took over um, a lot of great actors were up for the role of Nathan, including uh, Dustin Hoffman and Al Pacino. A lot of these movies around this time, wow. like all the got same guys were up yeah, for the same yeah, roles. Yeah. Like we talked about French Connection, and it was Paul Newman and Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it's the same type casting kind of thing. Uh, for the role of uh, Stingo, 
um, as you'd say in Australia. Um, Peter McNichol went through an intensive uh, audition process to get it. Other people that were off for Sophie included um, Sally Field. Yeah. Okay, I see that, yeah. Uh, Meryl Streep hadn't watched this movie. Uh, uh, read the... No, oh, no, I hadn't watched it. So she only watched it when she was on the Oprah show. And she watched okay. it and she'd never seen um, that uh, one of those last scenes that we're going to talk about in the movie. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, um, she was desperate to play this part. She begged Alan J. Bacula. Oh, okay. Begged him to get, Give the, her get the role. This, yeah. And finally he said, okay, let's do it. And so he had a loose set where he allowed three weeks of rehearsal. It was treated like a stage production. Yeah. In the pink house. I see that. And he allowed them to ad lib. So they weren't they didn't oh. have to stay on to the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Alan J. Pakula. He was a director of Sophie's Choice and he also wrote it. And he directed um, the Parallax View. He also directed All the President's Men and he directed one of my favourite nineties thrillers, The Pelican Brief. Oh wow, yeah, no, great. He never won an Oscar. Mm, um yeah. it was such a shame. He also produced a, a classic movie from nineteen sixty two. To Kill a Mockingbird. So what a great career he had. He was tragically killed uh, on a highway. He, um, Someone had ran into him. Uh, a pole went through the windscreen and uh, hit him in the head and killed him instantly. Wow. Okay. Wow. So that was uh, a terrible way for Alan uh, J. Pakula to go. Wow. True crime and movies. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's talk about some of the actors in this movie. Um, we've got Meryl Streep. Uh, she started, started in Ada Africa, Deer Hunter, Kramer vs. Kramer. Yeah. What a. This is before, or. This was after. She'd already won an Oscar for Kramer vs. Kramer. Oh, okay. So this um, she'd been that. nominated a few times, uh, and she hadn't. She doesn't win an Oscar for another 29 years after this one. Yeah. But she was nominated two years after for Out of Africa, which won Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Klein, this is one of his first movies. Uh, he, he produced two movies at the same time, and this one came out just slightly after. And he's been in so many great movies. He was in The Big Chill. Mm-hmm. He was in A Fish Called Wanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a detective movie that I really love called January Man. It's really hard to get. And... In and Out, just so many great movies. Kevin Klein is a really great comedic actor, and you can de- definitely tell. Like he would be probably Robin Williams light, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> I would sp- well, you could in this movie. There's a little bit of like showmanship, yeah, and so yeah. you can see that. Uh, Peter McNichol, he started many movies. Like he was in he was in House Sitter as Steve Martin's friend. Yeah. Uh, but he was best known for his TV roles of Chicago Hope and Alan McBeal, so he was a good friend of uh, David E. Kelly. Reaction to the film. So uh, the film grossed $30 million worldwide, which is pretty good for just off the $8 million budget. Yeah. Um, the critics, they either loved it or hated it. So the great Pauline yeah, Kale, she yeah. absolutely despised it. She said it just <laughs> didn't work for her at all. Um, New York Times, um, Siskel and Ebert, um, LA Times, love Meryl Streep. Said she's yeah. the best thing ever. Um, she won Best Actress. Yes. They're also nominated for um, Best Adapted Screenplay. But they didn't um, receive any love other than for Meryl Streep. Yeah. I think they got it right. I think Meryl Streep is a, a once-in-a-generation performance, and I think the Oscars got it yeah. right. Yeah. No, no. No, this is definitely a performance you shower with love and attention. She... 
it's just amazing in this movie. Yeah, I mean she ha- she has to. She's holding it. <laughs> she's holding the whole thing together. Like it's her story. Like it's her character's story. It's yeah. everything she's going through. It's it's Sophie's choice. Yeah. I like it so. Yeah. Uh, reaction to the film recently. So it's eighty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got three point six letterbox, which I thought was quite low for this uh, type of movie. Uh, IMDb is seven point five. Um, this things- is. This is not a film bros movie, though. Uh, I, I, I think it is a little bit. Mm, no, no. I, this, is, this is a film girls movie. No, I, I, I think wouldn't. I think it's a films bro movie because Pakul is a film bro. Yeah, it, okay. He's a huge film bro. Like, Parallax View, All the Presents, man. No, I get those movies. But, but no, but they, 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 they include they go, this into his... They, his, they include that? Yeah, they, in his Mount Rushmore, so, like, the four well, movies they have, have on it, this is, choice, this is it. Um, all the presents, man. Um, Parallax view, and then a presumed innocent with Harrison Ford. There is a like his, his yeah. four um, Mount Rushmore movies. Things that are written recently, they, were, they actually did a roundtable for the Blu-ray, and they interviewed um, the the girl that played um, Sophie's daughter, and she said how emotional that scene was, and that like Meryl said that they did that in one take, but um, the daughter remembers differently. She remembers that it was thirteen times. And they chose one where every time she got pulled away, she was acting more and more hysterical. And they chose one of those later takes because uh, Meryl gave the same performance every time. But the daughter, like, she said that she got worse. Because she was really, uh, she had been told that she was really close to Meryl Streep. And so she hung out with Meryl Streep on set and all that stuff like that. So they, they, they spent three months filming the New York scenes and only two weeks um, doing the the Ashwood scenes. Everything else. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. So Meryl Streep, there was a big gap in between. Meryl Streep had to use, lose a lot of weight. Yes, yes, and, yes. Her, yeah, uh, cut her hair, hair famously. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a big thing. You, you cut your hair and you normally win an Oscar for it. Well, yeah. Um, That's a big change for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big change. Okay, Hen, uh, every week on Movie News, we play a segment called Clickbait, yeah. where we do our take turns and doing views about movies and about the movie industry. Uh, let's give our hot takes yeah. on Sophie's Choice. What's yours? Uh, can I mellow mine for a bit? Could you go yours? Sure. Um, I think this is movie is a lot like Sixth Sense. Once you see the twist or the... Choice. Not the, 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 the actual choice of the movie. Once you see it, you don't need to see it again. Oh yeah, it's just one. It's just one of those movies that yeah, you definitely have to watch it for the emotional. Roller coaster. You're not going to just flip this on on a Friday night. <laughs> no, it's not one of those. No, it's not one of those. But it's, it's definitely a movie that you should see. Um, yeah. But I just don't think it's one that you'll just watch over and over and over again. Yeah. What's your? Oh, well, I could fall into the same like it's it's same as French Connection where the choice. The name Sophie's Choice is bigger than the movie. I had no idea what the choices were made and like the choice of the movie or the choices. I just know that it's a term you use when there's a tough decision to make. You're like, and that's and that's from this movie. Yeah, I would say honestly, while watching this movie, the idea of Sophie's Choice uh, has no implication. It isn't the. It's just a way. It's not the huge like factor of this movie. Like in the sense that. Sophie's choice isn't what this movie like. The movie is about told through the perspective of a guy, and it's telling a girl's story. 
mm-hmm. and it's she makes all these choices and he and he kind of in his head is like she's making the wrong ones mm-hmm. and so it's like but it's him interpreting her yeah it's in yeah. him interpreting because it's where i think that's why she didn't tell anyone but Bar Stingo. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. But also Stingo is interpreting her story, and then yeah. and it's like Sophie's choice. Sophie's choices don't actually matter to him because <laughs> because she makes she was yeah, always well, going. It wasn't that she was choosing. She was always going to make. There's like a big choice at the end. Mm-hmm. She was always going to make that decision, and True. he thought there was a choice in the matter. When in reality, she was always going to choose yeah, this well, ending. I think she was always going to choose this ending because of that original choice. Like, she was already... Oh, there was multiple... No, no. Multiple choices she Yeah, made. before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but she, the multiple choices led her to that. But she, he's thinking that the end choice... Is she, up for debate, but it was never up for debate because yeah, she had already been she, yeah. so damaged. So the idea yeah. of Sophie's choice... Nah, she had no choice. She was doing what she was doing. Yeah, yeah, true. I think... Yeah. I think I Sorry, love... Sophie's I love Sophie. <laughs> I love Sophie. She's just... A, She's just a selfish person, but we all are. So, but you get to see why she that's is a, a selfish person. Yeah, that's a, which that's is why I really I think I like this movie actually a lot because it's a movie telling the story about two selfishly tragic people yep. who are destined for this final outcome. Yeah, and a guy who just sees from the outside and is trying to you know feel his way in because yes. he kind of yeah. is. He well, admires these people. He's, he's a typical white guy with a. With he's the, a young the, guy with a lot of. He's like, I got. I'm writing a book, and these people. <laughs> and oh my god, I'm they're my too. material. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like the, definitely the white knight syndrome. Yeah, Vega. he's trying no, to save her. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just think the choices of this movie don't really. She could. She couldn't be saved. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's the idea that there is a choice. It's great. I love it. Okay, so let's recap the movie. So Stingo um, moves into. The pink house. I love that pink house. It looks yeah, great. It's an iconic uh, little yeah, pink house. Yeah. Uh, he overhears uh, two people fighting the um, in the in the house. So it's a shared house, and it turns out it's um, Nathan and Sophie. Nathan um, decides to move out. Sophie cooks a stingo. He sees the tattoo of numbers on her arm, and that what um, Sophie received those in the concentration camps. Uh, Nathan sneaks back into the house yep. and the next day defends uh, Stingo and they start to tell the story of Sophie. Like, one thing I, I wanted to say at this point, because Kevin Klein's really cooking in the first couple of scenes, how has Kevin Klein won an Oscar? Yeah, I know. He's actually really yeah. good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Sophie plays the piano and then the group goes to Coney Island and there's montage here. Love good montage. Yeah. 80s uh, trope and like the the three of them become best Hanging friends out, yeah and then we have a flashback to where sophie is learning english and she faints in the library and nathan comforts yeah, her they're meat cute sort of sees thing. um marks on her wrists and at this time sophie's only been in the states for six months so i think she's dying but really she's just um malnourished yeah so uh nathan brings her back on her feet they get to know each other through the writings of Thomas Wolfe and Emily Dickinson, and they talk about the life in the concentration camps. Yeah. Back to Stingo, and he's hooking up with a girl called Leslie, um, but she can't go through with it, and so Stinger goes home, and Sophie starts telling him stories, but she stops before it gets to the part when she starts talking about the concentration camp life. Nathan comes through home to see... 
that Stingo is in his room and there's all these history documents that yeah, he's that, trying to solve. So, yeah, the you mystery. see you see kinda this is where you kinda get Nathan's like he has this like obsession over the fact of what's happened to like the fact that there where there's still there's still Nazis running about and the fact that we haven't done anything about it. Yeah. And so he's has an obsession with that and he's not all there there. Yeah. And, you know, you have Stinger who's, yes, a friend, but he has then invaded his this private guy's So place. this movie's probably set and in the late upset. 40s, early 50s. Yeah. And then you get the narration from an old um, Stinger. Well, Stinger, uh, future Stinger, but yeah. not too, I wouldn't say he's too old, I think. Oh, Actually, he is, because uh, they tried to age um, Peter McNichol's voice up, and really? it didn't work, because it's supposed to be oh. um, st- uh, Stingo in his uh, late 50s. Oh, okay. Yeah, so retelling the because story. Because he is retelling the story. Yeah, from yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. Um, they got a famous actor who's working on West Wing and stuff like that to play oh, uh, yes. the narrator. Uh, so, Stingo learns... That Sophie's dad was uh, anti-Semite and decides uh, that he is going to leave Brooklyn. Yeah. And but then, as he's leaving Brooklyn, Sophie finds him and then actually tells the story of her father and yeah. her time in Poland. She, yeah, and she the, actually tries to open up at this point. So, until you get the big flashback and then her time in the camp, which becomes a secretary for the leader of the Auschwitz um, concentration camps. After this, Stingo learns from Nathan's brother that he has schizophrenia. Uh, schizophrenia yeah. yeah. So he has a lot of mental health issues. He's not a biologist, like he keeps telling. No, Sophie. he he's making it up. He's yeah. just he's just a uh, he works at the library. And you can tell this because he's up and down like a yo-yo through the scenes. One day he's all over the two, and then next day he's yeah. saying that they're having an affair, which they're not. Nathan threatens Sophie and uh, Stingo, and then they Stingo and uh, Sophie escape, and then Stingo asks Sophie to marry him. Uh, Sophie says no, and then she tells the story of the choice that she had to make on the train at Auschwitz, and she says to Stingo that you cannot marry me. Um, basically, I'm broken. And yeah, no, it was. This was fun, but I realized when I woke up, it just was. It's not going to work out. Yeah, like so I she can't do letter, this. Yeah. I have to be yeah, with Nathan. I, yeah, like I, we're two broken souls. Yeah. yeah, we need to be together. Yeah. Uh, Sophie responds. They and we've had the final scene of um, Sophie and Nathan dying each other's arms, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, reasons to see this hand? Uh it's an emotional gripping performance by Mel Strip. It's a, um, it's really a gripping story about how, like, someone, even though this is all fake in this sense, it's just a uh, made-up story. It is a different take, I guess, on a very real thing. Well, you could definitely see this this type of thing happening. Yeah, Yeah. but I think it's so interesting to have, because Sophie's character, again, she's making, she makes these choices, and most of the choices are... You know, some would say uh, the wrong choice because, well, we're looking on the outside. Yeah, it, we're looking in a safe environment. Yeah, she's like, you know, I my father was starting to write about, yeah. you know, uh, was starting to write about, you know, the extermination idea. 
And she doesn't know what to do with that. She's lived in the fantasy like this was a great man and now yeah. maybe he's not. So yeah. she make, she stuffs up and then... It's well portrayed by Meryl Streep. And then she goes on. There's another choice where she can choose between she, getting the getting helping the rebellion. She yeah. chooses not to and then someone... She's always someone, trying to look out for her kids as well. Um. Then there's another one where, she, again, the rebellion and the kids. And then she... Yeah, she just constantly is just choosing things because at that time she's just thinking, what's survival. Gonna, yeah, survival. What's going to work best? And you know, she's bit, and then when she's safe yeah. uh, after all that, she's realized I don't like any of the choices I made. Yeah, and so her last choice is not to survive. And basically. that's the thing when meeting Nathan. Nathan gave her that second wind. Yeah, but Nathan was a soul that's yeah. heading on a down with her slope. Yeah. And so she's like, I'd rather go down with him than yeah. than be alone yeah. and try again. Like, she's over life at that point. So it's great. It's an interesting, tragic story, and I love it. I think I just hate it's told from the perspective of the other guy. Because yeah. I find him incredibly annoying. Yeah, well, that's, that's the reason not to see for me. Because I don't believe that those two people would be friends with that guy. I just, I just don't I, believe I it. I could see them, like, you know, bringing him in because they're... Yeah. they're they're going downhill. They'll, yeah. You know, they won't have technically a future, so to speak. Yeah. And so they bring in this guy. He's like, you know, he's like almost like a young, compa- like a like a kid to them. Yeah. And so they're like having fun and they're, they're, this like big family, like this like small yeah. family lifestyle together. They're just having fun in the glory days because eventually it will not end well. You know, this is them trying to, you know, work on being happy, but it's still not going to end up well. They're just using him, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he was all for it because he idolized them, then realized, oh, I kind of really like Sophie. Maybe I could get yeah. with her because he's kind of, he's not all there there. He's broken, yeah. yeah I really like the way um, Pakula sets up the Ashwood scenes. Like, it's it's well recreated. Like yeah. He, that wasn't um, set in the actual thing. They um, set that in... Uh, Czechoslovakia, so yeah. yeah, they recreated that, and the the recreation is it, it like is, you, it, it looks harrowing. It is also crazy when you're watching this movie, and, and halfway through, it changes to a completely different film. It, it does, <laughs> isn't it? Like it, it is a, is yeah, like it's just three this, friends hanging out, yeah, and then bang, tra- yeah, almost like a we're watching this tragic love story happen, but then we're like, okay, yeah, but you want to know Sophie? Yeah, well, yeah, this is yeah. who Sophie this is. Informs this is what happened. Beyond the real Sophie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to know. He pushed. <laughs> Hen, does this deserve to be on the list? Yeah. I think 100% does. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I say no. We, we've watched um, movies like Last Picture Show and stuff, and you go, why? Is this on the uh, list? Yeah, well, I thought... And then the, yeah. No, uh, you go. I thought Last Picture Show didn't deserve to be on the list, and I don't think this deserves to be on the list I either. think this deserves to be on the list because... This is an aspect of movies, yeah. especially American movies, that does that needs to be celebrated. Well, not celebrated, but recognized because it's called it's the tragic women love stories. Okay. And so, if you don't, don't know, you think, don't you think a this, Star was, is Born and all that? But don't you think that was be, um, there's better versions of this? I say there may be, but not as well acted. As okay. say, we're having like, yeah, we're Meryl Streep is now you, celebrated as one of the greatest do, actresses of all do you time. Think, so you got it. You, you got to go. This is included on the list because Meryl Streep's performance alone. Ah, uh, I think a hundred percent. Yeah, I would. This also, is her. Uh, this is her 
peak. I really think. Oh, Adam, I've seen. I've seen. I have not seen. I have not seen young Meryl Streep movies. I've only seen. I've seen like her in Kramer vs. Kramer, and, and she was amazing in that, and she was also great in Deer Hunter. But this is the best of all those performances. Yeah, no, she gives an incredible performance. She also like she worked on doing those accents because yeah. she the character knows so many different languages, so she worked on all that, and you you know you can tell, and she's absolutely amazing, stunning, incredible. And, yeah, I think the movie, the reason it's yeah. chosen, it's on this list. But it's also the idea of that tragic love story mixed in with a really star-studded, like, actress's portrayal of, like, yeah. tragedy. It, it happens a lot now in movies where this is why most, like, we, you get the Oscar of Shave Your Head because you go through something horrific. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, again, like, this is one of those yeah, movies. 100%. And if you're going to choose one, I think this is going to be that one. Uh, does it, do you think it deserves to be higher? No, I couldn't say at the moment with not knowing what's up yeah. late on this because I haven't seen a lot. As we're going a bit up, I'm not seeing many. Yeah. So I wouldn't so far just because, but I think I really did like this movie. Mm-hmm. And I would, it definitely, like, I love tragic, I mean, tragic yeah. love stories are like bread and brother, bread and butter, you know, next to like true crime and, and stuff. Like it's bread and butter for most women. But, uh, you know, I would definitely like put it on here and I think it's fine where it is right now yeah. it's weird that it's above such it, movies but I haven't yeah, told you this but we're going to do like a couple of episodes through this where we're going to re-rank yeah. so like well, m- maybe every every 25 we're going to re-rank yeah. and then we'll do a whole new re-ranking and our re-rank do the right thing and stuff we'll be like wait yeah. the time <laughs> uh, would you buy this on Blu-ray uh, yeah I would definitely oh, I, yeah. I personally would oh, I wow. actually really like this yeah, movie yeah. Uh, would you watch this again uh, yeah, but oh. I'd say it falls into something like The Whale, where the performance, outsh- wow. where not The Whale's the, that great of a movie. It's more of the performance is outshining. But for me, I liked the movie and I liked the performance. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't watch I know it again. You were <laughs> uh, uh, like, done. Yeah, Even while uh, watching it, it was like, I can't do this. Yeah. You also knew the choices yes yes you didn't watch the movie but you knew the choices yeah well it's just in pop culture oh well i just knew it was a tough choice i didn't know the choices but i in the sense that yeah she gives an incredible performance uh rating for this one uh where do you fall in i was getting golf club i was getting golf club just for meryl alone meryl yeah like you know kevin can i also just like like i I love kevin I really did like him in this movie yeah he was really good in it you know what really let down is stingo yeah, yeah. I, I just find him like this kid. What what's the, what's the um character in the Great Gatsby that Oh I don't know, but isn't he played by like uh um He played by in the original yeah, in the original he's played by Sam Waterson. Like it's just that wet blanket character. He's just you know Yeah, no, he's he's the I guess heart, but really you don't he's he feels inconsequential to what's going on. That's it for Sophie's choice. Yeah, it wasn't a hard choice to make. I did <laughs> Uh, no, pretty tough. <laughs> pretty tough uh, next week it's swing time so Ooh. from the 30s oh, wow what is what a switch and oh uh fred astaire it's on apple tv so we're we'll watching that incredible switch leave uh feedback good or bad and we'll read the best ones on the show last week everyone was uh, agreeing with hannah that rarely ought to deserve more kudos yeah great yeah. call hen i love that is it for today's show <laughs> that laugh great uh that is it for today's show uh 
don't forget we've got swing time next week we've also got uh, we interrupt this regular program where we're going to uh, start reviewing the new episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm which I'm really looking forward to as well Hen what's next is tomorrow and then we've got movie news so busy week for us as usual here mm-hmm. on the watch list thanks for once again for all your efforts thank you for listening and watching you can catch us on YouTube Spotify Apple and everywhere you get your good podcasts don't forget you can get us on TikTok Facebook Instagram and X thanks everyone for all your support we love it until tomorrow when we catch up for what's next it's bye for now bye